I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast, True Crimes and Storytimes. I'm Michelle. And I'm Kirsten. And today, I'm covering the Slenderman stabbing in honor of Kirsten's Slenderman and the Wendigo episode. Yeah, if you uh, listened to that episode, we touched on... touched on it very, Just briefly. Very slightly. Yeah. It was mentioned. She didn't want to step on my, ter- on my turf. Because it is true crime. And yeah. here we are. Here we are. So, we are going to cover that it. today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really going to go into Slenderman that much. So, if you haven't listened to Kirsten's Slenderman episode and you want to know more about Slenderman, go to her episode so you can know more. Lots of detail on there. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail because I figured that's Kirsten's thing. She already covered it. So, if you want to know that, go to her episode. And I will say that after I talk a little bit about Slenderman. Like, I'm going to say a specific thing mm-hmm. just because it relates to the case. Mm-hmm. But everything else go to her episode it's a good one yeah yeah all right so let's get into it let's get on in so we're gonna go on a little trip okay nostalgia trip okay nostalgia trip to back when we were in school that was quite a long time ago not really at not all. really it just feels like it so think about like the environment you know okay like noisy mm-hmm. going to different classes eating yeah, lunch and- i miss it Honestly. I do not. <laughs> I, I hated really school. I really kind of miss it. Um, eating lunch in the huge group of noisy people. I mm-hmm. absolutely hated that. I don't think I stepped foot in the cafeteria more than two times my senior year. Like, okay, so I know, and I almost said where we went to school. Let's back up a little bit. I know where you went to school mm-hmm. for high school mm-hmm. is different than where I, where I went to school for high school. Yeah. And you had, like, circular tables. That fits, like, eight people or whatever. Yeah. We had four or six long tables that fit like a hundred people holy crap and that's where we sat yeah that's too much for me but there weren't that many people that sat at the table because it wasn't a big school Mm -hmm. like i literally think when i did go to lunch it was like my junior year all my friends we filled up the table so we had eight people at our table every time Mm -hmm. and so i mean it was nice to have friends to sit with but if you didn't have friends to sit with it was kind of rough. That's how it was for me. So this was back in 2012, and Peyton Lutner was at school getting her lunch, and she saw Morgan Geyser sitting alone in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And she had known Morgan since kindergarten, and she's like, well, I don't think anyone should, like, sit alone at lunch, you know? Mm-hmm. So she sat with Morgan. How nice. And they instantly clicked. Good. Um, Peyton has stated that Morgan had an amazing imagination and she showed it through her drawings. And she also had a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And they were like any other pair of best friends. Inside jokes, sleepovers, played together. Me and Kirsten know what that's like. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Besides the sleepovers. We didn't really have sleepovers. Drunk sleepovers. Drunk sleepovers. We <laughs> um, so, Morgan was a surprise when she was born. Her parents were not expecting her. Nice. Um, she was said to be quirky and marched to the beat of her own drum. She mm. didn't really care what other people thought about her. Go you. 
That's how I feel, too. Mm-hmm. She loved playing her mini piano and making her own songs. Aww, Isn't that cute. adorable? That's cute. She didn't react the way you would expect her to react, though, to, like, certain situations. So, mm-hmm. like, if something bad happened to a main character, she wouldn't have, like, empathy for them. Weird. Yeah. And when she watched Bambi for the first time, she said, run, Bambi, run. Get out of there and save yourself. Oh, even though the mom died? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she Cry. wasn't sad about it at all. Mm. Which, every time I see that freaking clip, maybe I should insert the clip now. I just put a spoiler like alert sound. if you've never seen Bambi. Yeah. The mom well, dies. I'm going to enter the sound in, I think, so okay. you guys can cry with us. Because yeah, every time I watch, sad. I cry. It is sad. Quick, the thicket! So, they moved on to sixth grade together, and another girl joined their group. So, Morgan met Anissa Wire on the bus. Is it Anissa or is it Anissa? Anissa. Anissa, okay. They lived in the same apartment complex, and they became very close very quickly. Uh, Anissa's dad seemed very involved in what she was doing and who she was talking to. Like, overprotective? Yeah. Well, not really overprotective. I think he was just being a good parent. Oh, okay. Like, honestly, like, if your kid is 12, they're all 12, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, like, you need to be involved in what they're doing on the internet. Right. Like, you don't have to be controlling, controlling, like, to the point where they're going to despise you. Yeah. But, like, you do need to be involved in their internet history and things like that. Yeah. So, he would frequently check on her and basically what she was doing on her iPad. They got her an iPad. And so she could, like, just get on there and do whatever. You know, it's technology is coming alive and things Mm -hmm. like that. So he would always ask her, like, who she was talking to and what she was doing, like, random times and stuff. And, like, he would see her on FaceTime and be like, who's that? Who are you talking to? Like, just, like, very involved, like I said. Mm -hmm. And she also had to leave her door open unless she was doing choir practice. So he had, with all his kids, a door open policy. Mm -hmm. Um i guess i understand that for a 12 year old but when your kid gets to be like 14 15 yeah, 16 yeah they want their own privacy and be like yeah, yeah you can close your door just yeah I'll, like i'll respect your privacy i'll knock right. before i come in but don't be in here doing nothing you're not supposed to right like you gotta I'm have trust like you enough yeah but i just feel like 14 15 16 yeah, yeah. like even maybe 13 mm-hmm. like give them some privacy yeah you know? that's just me as a parent as i would be as a parent i was gonna and say the parent i'm not a parent but <laughs> i'm a cat parent a cat parent. Count? but um like if i was a parent that's how it would be i mean that's kind of how my mom was like she didn't really care my room was all the way upstairs away from everyone mm-hmm. so like nobody was upstairs with me i was just kind of on my own she would call for me down the stairs like she would never like run up the stairs or anything like that um so by 7.30, she was off electronics and had to spend time with family. So, for 12 years old, I think that's pretty... Pretty reasonable. Yeah. 
Anissa was bullied, and she didn't really have, like, many friends, according to her dad. That sucks. Yeah. I know what it's like to be bullied. Same. It's rough. It is, for sure. It's not a very good thing to go through. Bullies are fucking mean. Mm Mm-hmm. Morgan introduced Anissa to Peyton at school, and they came up with a nickname for Peyton, and they called her Bella. I don't know where this nickname came from. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting depiction of Peyton. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Peyton didn't really like Anissa, but hung out with her because she knew Morgan liked her. So, she said, I didn't like Anissa at all. I just hung out with her because I knew that Morgan really loved her as a friend. But she was always cruel to me. I feel like she was jealous that Morgan was friends with me and her. Mm. So, she was kind of like that friend that was, like, super jealous. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I don't care if you have other friends. And you don't care that I have other friends. I mean, low-key, I would be jealous, though. I'd be like... Who is this person hanging out with my best friend? <laughs> Excuse me. Right, but I mean, <laughs> I like, kidding. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no. Now that we're older, it's like, obviously, you can have other friends. Right. But, um, not best friends. No, I'm just kidding. I only have one best friend. <laughs> same. <laughs> Morgan and Anissa lived in the same apartment. Apartment. Yep. Apartment. Apartment complex. And there was one thing they were both, like, very interested in. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. Interesting. That's a weird thing to be interested in together. I guess. I mean, depends on how. Far I don't really think it. that's weird. I feel if like you're I know interested where this is going. in stuff. Then it's not weird. I feel like I know where this is going. So Anissa liked to read stories on the Creepy Pasta Wiki, which is something that Kirsten uses often, often. for her episodes. Much often. And if you don't know what the Creepy Pasta Wiki is, I think we briefly discussed it on yes. our previous episode, but. Mm-hmm. Creepypastas are horror-related legends that have been shared around the internet. Creepypasta has since become a catch-all term for any horror content posted onto the internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated paranormal stories intended to scare readers. Yes. Something I would probably enjoy. It is, yeah. Find some fucked up shit on there. (laughs) But it's fake, so. Yeah, right. Anissa introduced Morgan. Introduced Introduced it. (laughs) That's like me saying incidences. <laughs> Introduced it. Introdu- so, <clears throat> sorry about that, y'all. You need Technical difficulties in my brain. <laughs> in your brain. Anissa introduced, introduced it. it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Deep breath. Anissa introduced Morgan to the Creepypasta Wiki and Slenderman. There you go. So, Slenderman was also believed to be bullied, so he was kind of easy to relate to. Okay, yeah. Didn't know if you knew that. I didn't. There's many, many depictions There's of Slenderman. so many, yeah. It's just one depiction of the thousands that are out there. If you listen to my episode I did, it's, it's said that his, everything changes about him depending on who's writing yeah, the story. Right. So, so <clears throat> Morgan would say that she saw, she thought she saw Slenderman when she was five. Yikes. Yeah. And they both believed he was actually real. Maybe he is real. So, Peyton was not interested in this at all, and she said it scared her too much, so she wasn't really interested in the creepy stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. Yeah. Teacher. Everybody's different. Yeah. So, according to these creepypasta stories, Slenderman was a tall, faceless man with long arms and tentacles coming out of his back, and you would know that if you listened to Kirsten's episode oh listen to it so he existed to prey on children luring them into the woods and convincing them to kill others in order to become members of his proxy 
which you would also know if you listen to Kirsten's episode. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much all I'm going to get into about Slenderman. So go listen to Kirsten's episode. <laughs> One more time. Yep, that was it. Morgan's parents um, knew that she was interested in Slenderman, so they were pretty supportive of her. Mm -hmm. um she showed them characters and some of the stories and her mom wasn't necessarily happy about it but she just figured like she was doing her own thing and she didn't really seem see any harm in it like she wasn't hurting anybody or you know Mm -hmm. doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. and her mom also said that she had liked creepy and scary things like that when she was morgan's age so relatable same ever since anisa got her ipad she wanted to spend a lot of alone time in her room So, the iPad gave her a way to not have to socialize with the family, and Anissa's dad asked her to show him what she was doing, and she showed her father a picture of Slenderman and Jack Skellington, and he didn't think anything of it at the time. Don't be doing that to my man, Jack Skellington. (laughs) I knew you were going to say something about that. That's my favorite, guys. Man. It's been my favorite since I was a kid. So, um, Slenderman is basically the modern-day boogeyman, which Mm -hmm. we already talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's open to a lot of projection and interpretation. So, we also said that. Yes. And once again, go listen to Kirsten's episode if you want to know more. It's story time number 11. Slenderman and Wendigo. Yep. That's the last time I'm going to say it, guys. <laughs> so, if you don't know by now, just go listen to yeah. it. <laughs> gotta gotta put the plug in, you know? The plug inside the plug. <laughs> Sorry. So, some people have the theory that Slenderman is actually based on the Pied Piper of Hamlin. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Well, we're about to go into it. Okay, cool. And I also have pictures in the... What the fuck is that? That's him. He looks like a clown. That was in 1592. What the fuck is a Pied Piper? So, the Pied Piper of Hamlin is the title character of a legend from the town of Hamlin, Lower Saxony, Germany. Wait, I think I actually talked about something about Germany in that episode i can't remember anyway the legend dates back to the middle ages in 1284 while the town of hamlin was suffering from a rat infestation a piper dressed in multicolored pied clothing appeared claiming to be a rat catcher so the pied piper is basically just describing his dress like how he dressed oh, okay he's a piper and his small his his clothes are, are pied, pied yeah or multicolored so, he promised the mayor a solution to their problem with the rats, and the mayor in turn promised to pay him for the removal of the rats. And according to some versions of the story, the promised sum was a thousand guilders. And a guilder is the English translation of the Dutch and German golden, or gilden. Golden. I didn't mean to say that. Golden. Originally shortened from the Middle High German uh, gilden, finnick, or gold penny. This was the term that became current in the southern and western parts of the Holy Roman Empire for the Fierno d'Oro, or Florin, introduced in 1252. And the guilder is also the name of several currencies used in Europe and the former colonies of the Dutch Empire. Just to talk about what they Before they made, like, basically euros and... Yeah. It's just money to exchange. Just a different thing. Type of currency. Yes. So, the piper accepted... And played his pipe to lure the rats into the Wesser River, where they all drowned. Weird. And despite the piper's success, the mayor reneged on his promise and refused to pay him the full sum. Which was reputedly reduced to the sum of 50 guilders from a thousand. Damn. Yeah. 
so even going so far as to blame the piper for bringing the rats himself in an extortion attempt. Yeah, so he's like, oh no, you brought those rats here and then came here to say you would get rid of them. Just to try and get money. But he was just trying not to pay them. Right. So enraged, the piper stormed out of the town, vowing to return later to take revenge. Mm-mm-mm. Don't on Saint John Piper. and Paul's day, <laughs> on Saint John and Paul's day, while the adults were in church, the piper returned dressed in green, like a hunter, and playing his pipe. And in doing so, he attracted the town's children. Oh hell no! One hundred and thirty children followed him out of the town and into a cave, after which they were never seen again. What the fuck? Have y'all seen that episode of um, Scooby Doo Crystal Cove? There's an episode like this, and there's, like, a piper, and he plays his flute, and all the kids are, like, crazy, and all the adults had to leave town. What the fuck? No. It's on the Crystal Cove version of Scooby-Doo. I will try to find that episode and link it in the show notes, but, or try to at least find the title of the episode, so if you want to go watch it, it's kind of like this. Just a version. Interesting. Yeah. So, depending on the version, at most, three children remained behind. One could not follow quickly enough. The second was deaf and therefore could not hear the music, and the last was blind and therefore unable to see where he was going. Interesting. These three informed the villagers of what had happened when they came out from the church. Other versions relate that the Pied Piper led the children to the top of Koppelberg Hill, where he took them to a beautiful land, a place called Koppenberg Mountain, Mountain, Transylvania, or that he made him walk into the Wesser as he did with the rats, and they all drowned. This is fucked up. I mean, it's from like 1280-something, so yeah, probably. Yeah. Some versions state that the piper returned the children after payment or that he returned the children after the villagers paid several times the original amount of gold. So there's different endings to it. Mm -hmm. The Hanlon Street named Bungalow Sinstrasi, and that is probably butchered all to hell because I do not speak German. Okay, hold on, let me try. Bung... I think it's the U is like a ooh. Bungello and Strauss. Oh, probably. That sounds better. Yep, that's what we're going to go with. Okay. It's also... I don't know German, but I know a little bit. It's also street without drums and is believed to be the last place that the children children were seen. And ever since, music or dancing is not allowed on this street. Hmm. This version of the story spread as folklore and has appeared in the writings of Johann Wolfgang von Goethe the brothers Grimm, and Robert Browning, among others, and there are many contradictory theories about the Pied Piper. Some suggest, though, that he was a symbol of hope to the people of Hamlin, which had been attacked by a plague, and he drove the rats from Hamlin, saving the people from the epidemic. The earliest known record of the story originates from the town of Hamlin itself, depicted in a stained-glass window created for the Church of Hamlin, <coughs> Hamlin which dates to be around 1300. Hmm. Although the church was destroyed in 1660, several written accounts of the tale had survived. Okay. So that's basically the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Mm-hmm. And that's what some people believe that Slenderman is based on. Gotcha. I mean, he does look, like, kind of tall. Mm-hmm. But he takes children. He so takes I children. I think that's, like, the main basis. Yeah. So, Anissa wanted to prove to everyone that Slenderman was real. But what do you have to do that? What do you have to do to do that? I mean, you have to kill someone. Yeah. So, Anissa said... why do you have to do that to prove the Slenderman's real? I don't know. I don't know. This is 12-year-old logic, okay? 
You have to kill someone to prove that Slend- Slenderman is real. I guess. Interesting. Okay, continue. So Anissa said that Morgan said... So Anissa's saying she said, he said stuff. Okay, they're both like going back and forth saying, oh, this person... Anissa said this. Morgan said this. Okay? Okay. So Anissa said that Morgan said they should be proxies to Slenderman and they had to kill Peyton to prove themselves worthy to Slenderman. Yeah. Okay. And if you're a proxy, you would live in Slenderman's mansion in the middle of Nicolette National Park. And Interesting. And you're a servant to him. Why would you want that? Mm-hmm. Just to prove that he's real. Yeah. Anissa said that she was surprised, but excited. Yeah, I'm excited to kill somebody. Yeah. No. no. My mm. goodness. No, not at all. I think the fuck not. I think the fuck not. So Anissa told Morgan if she didn't do it, the Slenderman would kill her and her family. The fuck? Yeah. Um, and this was all, like, a lot of it was in a documentary that I watched called Beware the Slenderman. Mm-hmm. You can buy it on YouTube. Or it's on on Prime. You can rent it if you want to watch it. Okay. But um, this was all stuff that was said in interviews of them by the police. Okay. So Morgan and Anissa started to plan Peyton's murder in December of 2013. Wow. So now we're going to jump to May 30th of 2014. Okay. So they were friends all up until they're all still friends, hanging out, doing whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that Peyton was becoming more of a popular girl, like, in school and, like, making other friends. And, you know, I feel like Morgan and Anissa maybe felt, like, left out. Mm-hmm. But we're going to jump to May 30th, 2014, like I said. And this is Morgan's 12th birthday. So these, these they're literally our age. Mm-hmm. Like, at this, at this time. Um, 2014, I was 15. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking backwards. So they're yeah. two, they're I'm always a year older than the date. I'm two. No, you're two. Dude, you're it's twenty twenty two. And I am twenty three. You'll be twenty four this year. Yeah, but for the year I am twenty three until literally two days before the next year. Okay, you're right. Four. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Dang. But Dang. I'm I'm saying the year Dang. that I'm year just... when we have our birthday that year. Yeah, but dude, you're like 15 days ahead of me, so I'm literally 23 for like two days of the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. But the way now I think about it- Now you get what I'm it, saying. I do. But the way I think about it is like- That's because your birthday is a lot earlier. When I see 2014, I'm like, oh, that year I was turning 16. Yeah, but I don't turn- Until the end of the year. Yeah, so I don't see it that way. Okay, okay. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Let me take a pause to beat Kirsten's ass real quick. Be right back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's just mad because I'm lying. She's wrong. Um, I think the fuck not. <laughs> okay. So, guys, we talk to each other like this all the time. So, this do not be alarmed. This is we tell each other we love each yeah, other. Not don't by be hugs or anything. I don't hug this bitch. No. I tell we don't her to hug fuck each off other. and that's yeah. it. We send Snapchats to each other, flipping each other off, like, all day long. And we love each other, but that's the way we show each other that we love yeah, each other. Yeah. We're not affectionate people. No. So, anyway, let's get into back, back into to the, the sleepover. <laughs> back to the sleepover for Morgan's twelfth birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was Anissa, Morgan, and Peyton, and it was at Morgan's house. They went to Skateland and spent the night at Morgan's house. So Skateland is like a roller rink. Okay, so a place we would go for sure. Which I want to go. Yeah, me too. Let's go for sure. 
So after Skateland, they went back to Morgan's house and into the basement. I guess this was like a place they hung out. So, so Anissa had her tablet and Peyton had hers and Morgan was doing her own thing, I guess. And Morgan and Anissa wanted to kill Peyton that night. On her birthday. Her birthday, her birthday party. Yeah. And they were going to kill her and put her under the covers to make it seem like she was sleeping and run from Morgan's house. Yeah, because that's not obvious at all. 12-year-old thoughts, Kirsten. Man. 12-year-old thoughts. But Morgan told Anissa, like, she wanted to give Peyton one more morning. And she actually just wanted to put it off forever. She didn't actually want to hurt Peyton at all. But Anissa did. Yeah, basically. But Morgan also believed, you have to think from their point of view, Morgan and Anissa believed that Slender Man was real. Mm-hmm. So, hold on, I have to clear my throat. <coughs> so the next morning, on May 31st, 2014, Peyton woke up, but Morgan and Anissa were already out of the room. Oh, fuck. So she kind of woke up by herself. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, at a sleepover, you wake up by yourself. It kind of feels like you're left out mm-hmm. of the group, you know? Because normally, at a sleepover... If you haven't been to a sleepover, you guys normally just like wake each other up like, hey, I'm hungry. Let's, Let's go, go get, get something food. to eat. Yeah. Depending on whose house it is or you wait for the other person to wake up, <clears throat> depending on how old you are, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least that's in my. Yeah. My experience. You don't just get up and go out of the room by yourself. No. So um, the three girls then asked if they could go to Davis Park, which really isn't far from the house. I don't think at all. I really, I forgot to look that up, so my bad on on that part. But Morgan got a knife from her kitchen, and um, Morgan showed it to Anissa as they were walking to the park. Anissa said that she looked at Morgan, and Morgan lifted up her jacket, and Anissa saw the handle of the knife. And in the interview later, Anissa said she thought, dear God, this is really happening. So they get to the park, they play for a little bit, and then they went into the bathroom and, um, so basically their plan was to stab Peyton, and then they were going to sit her on the toilet, lock the door, and then leave for the the National Forest. Where Slender Man lives. Yep, his mansion. Okay. So Anissa said that she read on the Creepypasta wiki that it was easiest to kill someone if they were unconscious or asleep. Okay. I don't know if she made that up, or maybe I mean, she I, read that, I, like, in a story or something. I mean, I guess that's logical. Yeah. They wouldn't but, fight, but... Right. So, Anissa asked Peyton if she could put herself to sleep. Peyton's like, no, I don't want to go to sleep. Obviously. Obviously, she's like, what the fuck? So, Anissa hit Peyton in the front of her head, and the back of her head bounced off the bathroom wall. Dang. Yeah. Morgan handed Anissa the knife, and Morgan said, I thought we agreed that you were going to do this. And Anissa said Morgan started freaking out, and she couldn't do it. So, Anissa said she had to hug her and calm her down and pet her like a cat. And Morgan was, like, freaking out about killing Peyton. I mean, yeah. Because this is her best friend. They've known each other since kindergarten. And they're gonna, like... Now you're friends with this girl and she's gonna convince you to kill your best friend? Yeah. So, um, Morgan and Anissa decided to come out of the bathroom and they were gonna play hide-and-seek instead. They didn't stab her. No. Peyton got up. She got out of the bathroom. I think she really just wanted to go home. Um, but Morgan and Anissa were like, let's play hide and seek instead. Like, sorry. Mm-hmm. And what? They're all 12. So she's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Peyton's you just like, hit me in my head and Bao gave me a concussion, but I'm okay. Right. But if you're 12, you're like, okay, well, 
maybe it was an accident like you know yeah um Peyton didn't want to play hide and seek but they told her if she played the the next game she could pick what she wanted to play 12 year old thought I mean I guess that's pretty that's a pretty good tactic um Peyton said that Anissa kept dragging her farther and farther into the woods Mm -hmm. um then she like buried her in a pile of leaves basically and was like here you hide here I'll be back yeah go hide so Anissa said that Morgan said she couldn't do it and handed her the knife saying that Anissa knew where all the soft spots were and Anissa handed back the knife and said, you do it. Go crazy. Go ballistic. Make sure she's down. What the fuck? Yeah. This chick is... She's 12. Both all little of them child. are. She's like, go crazy. Yeah. You do it. Right. Kill her. Make sure she's dead. Morgan wasn't going to do it until Anissa told her to. So Anissa backed up and said, now. Trigger warning. Right mm-hmm. here. So, Morgan told Peyton, don't worry, I'm only a little kitty cat. Yeah. Haunts my dreams. What the fuck? I mean, I could see children playing like that, though. Yeah. Morgan got on top of Peyton's legs and got close to her face, and she whispered to Peyton, I'm so sorry. And Morgan started stabbing Peyton. What the fuck? Morgan stabbed Peyton 19 times with a five-inch blade. And the last thing Peyton said to Anissa... Or Anissa, sorry. I trusted you and I hate you. Dang. And then she started to say, I can't see over and over again. Because she was starting to lose, like, a lot of blood and stuff, so. hmm And so she basically said that, like, Peyton was crawling away. And Anissa moved Peyton away from the road and redirected her in a different direction. What the fuck? Yeah. And she also told her to lay down and she would lose blood slower. And they told her they were going to go get help. Yeah, okay. And then after that, Anissa said they ran forward to go to Nicolette National Park, and her and Morgan left. And we just left her there dying? Yep. And I'm pretty sure, I forgot to mention this earlier, they packed a bag with, like, a few granola bars and a couple bottles of water to go to this mansion. Nice. Yeah. Really, really prepared. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Waukesha to Nicolette Forest is about a four to five hour drive, but I looked up how long it would actually take you to walk there, and depending on what way you take, it would take you a hundred hours, and that's over four days. Damn. And they packed a few granola bars and a bottle of water. Nice. Yeah. Well, they're 12, so. I know, but I'm just saying. Right. And later on, after Anissa and Morgan were found, or I mean, spoiler alert, they get found, but. Um, a, de- a detective looked through Anissa's phone and found something that says, This is my final wish to those who care. Do not grieve my absence, but remember me for who I was. I love you. I love and cherish you all and wouldn't do you harm. So, like, basically saying, I'm going to go live with Slender Man, but I won't come back to kill you. Don't worry. What the fuck? At least that's how I read it. Yeah. So, at this point, they're walking down the street, and Anissa said she'd had enough of it and wanted to call her mom and go home. And Morgan told her, you're going to end up in prison or even be executed. Because they knew what they did. Right. So Anissa blamed Morgan for everything at this point and just started going off on her and is like, I can't believe you did this. You stabbed Peyton, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like, you also helped in the planning. Right. But if you're 12 years old and you're irritated and you guys have been walking on this fucking interstate for how long? Right. Like, you're getting scared. You're getting, even if you did hurt someone, like, you're still feeling these human feelings. So. Right. 
So Morgan said, Slender, if you're listening, please help us. And obviously he never showed because he's not actually real. Right. Um, so while they were trying to walk to Nicolette National Forest, other things were going on. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about what's going on with Peyton at this point. Yeah, because she wasn't dead when they walked away. No. So she did not stay put like Anissa told her. And she kept crawling and crawling to the road to try and find help. And she crawled out of the woods and dragged herself to the road. And at 9.50 a.m., a man on a bike found Peyton on the road. And when he asked who attacked her, she said her best friend. Dang. She was taken to the hospital and she survived. Wow. Yeah. One of the stab wounds you. missed a major artery by her heart by just a millimeter. You said she stabbed her how many times? 19 times. And didn't hit any major arteries? Nope. She survived. Her organs. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So she would later go on to make a full recovery. Um, Anissa and Morgan would be found walking by the interstate to Slenderman's bogus-ass mansion. Bogus-ass mansion. They were by I-94 in Waukesha County. So, the detective that found them said Anissa said she was scared when they found them. Well, yeah. Um, after they got them back to the, um, whatever you want to call it, precinct, uh, police station. I can think of what it was called. Uh, Morgan was interviewed, and she said, I didn't want to do this. And when asked why Morgan stabbed Peyton, she said it was necessary. And was she kept saying, like, Anissa said it was necessary, like, we had to. Mm-hmm. The detective said there was no emotion at all when interviewing Morgan and no crying, and she wasn't remorseful at all. Hmm. And she did ask about uh, Peyton at she one point. Did. Yeah. So Morgan basically also told the detective that she didn't know Slenderman, but Anissa did. And Morgan said she's seen Slenderman in her dreams, and if he is in your dreams, he is stalking you. Hmm. Morgan's mom doesn't think Morgan came up with that plan on her own. She obviously had help uh, by Anissa, obviously. And, um, in the interview, Anissa said that, like, Slender, or, I think it was Morgan, maybe said Anissa told her that Slenderman picked Peyton and they had to do it. So, basically, in my, in my point of view, allegedly, Anissa picked Peyton, but she kept telling Morgan that Slenderman did. Mm-hmm. And Anissa would also go on to say that she, quote, couldn't stand screaming. That's one thing she couldn't handle, end quote. And that's why they were trying to knock Peyton out in the bathroom. Because she didn't want her to scream. Right. Um, Anissa's father said that he didn't see any signs and, like, she seemed like a normal kid. Like, mm-hmm. nothing out of the ordinary. And he's also tired of people blaming him for what happened. Like, it's not really his fault, I don't think. No, I don't think so. And he said that people were saying he didn't monitor his daughter enough, but how much can you monitor your child when you're in the corner watching their every move? Right. And personally, I feel like you can monitor your kids, but there also needs to be, like, some form of trust built between the parent and the child. Right. And there has to be sort of boundaries that you don't cross. Mm -hmm. Because if you control them or look into their things, they may resent you for you later. And then they have no trust in you at all. Yeah. So. I mean, and even if you do monitor your child... You don't know what their every move will right. be. I mean, I mean, my kids only, my kids are young. Yeah. But I can literally watch him 24 hours a day. Right. Seven days a week. And he still shits on the floor. Right. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. What's going through their head. Right. Because you can't read minds. Nobody can. Yeah, no. 
So, in the interview with police, Anissa said she didn't think Morgan was to blame completely, and that if she never told her about creepypasta, maybe that would have never happened. So, both Anissa and Morgan were held at Washington County Jail, and they both faced 65 years in prison. Dang. Um, Peyton was interviewed by Shelley Fisher, a detective, and she stood in for Peyton in the trial, basically telling um, what happened by Peyton's account. Mm-hmm. Um, a psychologist came to the stand to talk about Anissa's mental health, and she had schizotypy, which is a diminished ability to determine what is real or not real. And as a child, you already have trouble, like, determining what's real and what's not real. Right. Like, monsters under your bed, monsters in your closet, you know, like, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but Anissa didn't have any characters of a psychopath at all. Um, Morgan was actually diagnosed with schizophrenia, unspecified, and odd, oh, ODD oppositional defiant disorder and asthma did you know um my brother has odd oh really mm-hmm. oppositional defiant disorder what's, yeah. it, what's it like um he has problem with authority like people trying to tell him what to do he gets really defensive and like physical oh really yes yeah it's rough um i honestly hate when people tell me what to do but like well I it's like physical. i mean like in school or whatever mm-hmm. teachers would be like do your work or whatever and yeah. he would get like absolutely furious and like throw shit Jeez. and like if my parents were to like try and discipline him mm-hmm. he would get like insanely mad not just like you can't tell me what to do blah blah he would get like get up and like throw shit pissed yeah i remember one time i me and him were both like warming up some food mm-hmm. and he was like getting his together so i went ahead and like put my food in the microwave and he got absolutely pissed and like threw his bowl at me full of food jesus yes so it's just like he it's not as bad now it's yeah. like was like way more than like a temperamental teen right yeah hmm. interesting mm-hmm. so morgan recalls having hallucinations as young as three that would bite her and pull her hair but she said for the most part they were friendly too and she said that she sees and hears things that no one else sees she said that snape from harry potter visited her and kept her up until three in the morning one night interesting i thought you would yeah that's interesting like like that little part i guess not like it because she's going through schizophrenia but yeah kirsten is a harry potter fan yes i mean he is kind of depicted as like a scarier character so she said that people can change a little or people will change colors a little like little details on their face will change or like the color of your shirt or the color of your skin will like change a little Hmm. it's Obviously, we can't imagine what that's like, but... Right. Um, so, she said her fictional friends can't go away, and she wants them to stay. She doesn't want them to go. But if you think about it, if you have schizophrenia and some mental disorder, and if you have friends, these friends that you're hallucinating, you and don't want them to leave. had them your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, become part of you. Yeah. So, she was scared that if she upset Slenderman, that her and her family's lives would be in danger still at this point. Mm-hmm. But, um, Morgan's father also had schizophrenia, so Hmm. it can be a genetic thing. I didn't know if he knew that. Um, Morgan's mom says, like, she'll ask her, like, oh, what are you watching on TV tonight? And Morgan would be like, well, it depends on whose turn it is. And she's the only one in her cell. Nice. Yeah. So, maybe, well, I don't know, I guess. She's hallucinating all these other people. Yeah. And turning on what they apparently want to watch. Gotcha. I mean, I guess that would be similar to, like, um, what is it? Not multiple personality disorder, but, um, 
Psychosis? No, where you have, like, more than one person in your brain. Oh, um, that's multiple personality disorder. No, it's called something else. It's, um... Like, you go by different names and different personalities, but it's called something else. Well, it also has another name, but it is called multiple personality disorder. I can't think of the real actual term for it off the top of my head right now, but... There's, like, a different name for it now. Yeah. I'll think of it later. Anyway, continue. Okay. So, um, a private investigator went through Morgan's room and found numerous notebooks of writings and drawings about Slenderman, and her Barbies were drawn on and arms ripped off, like, etc., um, I will put pictures of that if I can find them, um, on our socials. So, when you ask Morgan about Slenderman, she literally at this time just couldn't deal with the fact that he isn't real, um, mm-hmm. because of her schizophrenia, so. She also said that about stabbing Peyton, it had to be done, the man ordered it. Hmm. And she said that Slenderman visited her at age three, and she believed that she communicated with him telepathically interesting yeah and at one point she said she wanted to be locked up so she couldn't hurt peyton but didn't want to make anisa mad so that's like a 12 year old thing to think i guess Mm -hmm. it's disassociative identity disorder i just thought there you go (laughs) so a year after the stabbing they're making the decision if the girls should be tried as adults or juveniles and peyton had recovered by this time uh the judge said that they made a conscious decision to leave Peyton in the woods and plan this murder and they will be tried as adults and not in juvenile court. Dang, so the that's judge rough. yeah, the judge ordered Anissa to have no contact with the internet or the co-defendant, which is Morgan, and Morgan has no access to the outdoors. She said it doesn't bother her because she doesn't want to go outside anymore. Hmm. Yeah. That's rough for a 12-year-old. But yep. I mean Well, they're 13 imagine. now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, following the investigation, Morgan was charged with attempted first-degree homicide, a Class A felony. Anissa was charged with attempted second-degree homicide, a Class B felony. In 2017, Anissa pleaded guilty to being a party to attempted second-degree homicide. A jury then found her not guilty by mental disease or defect. And Morgan accepted a plea offer under which she would not go to trial and would be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she should be placed in a mental hospital. Um, She later pleaded guilty, but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect and was diagnosed with schizophrenia, from which her father also suffers, which we already talked about. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, schizophrenia is a mental disorder characterized by continuous or relapsing episodes of psychosis. And if you don't know what psychosis is, it's an abnormal condition of the mind that results in difficulties determining what is real and what is not real. So, major symptoms of schizophrenia include hallucinations, which is typically hearing voices, so auditorial hallucinations Mm -hmm. and um, visual hallucinations, uh, delusions, paranoia, and disorganized thinking. Other symptoms include social withdrawal, decreased emotional expression, and apathy. Symptoms typically come on gradually, begin in young adulthood, and in many cases never resolve. So there is no objective diagnostic test. The diagnosis is used to describe observed behavior that may stem from numerous different causes. Besides observed behavior, doctors will also take a history that includes the person's reported experiences and reports of other familiar with the person when making a diagnosis. So like asking the person what's going on with them and asking the people around them basically like what have you seen Mm -hmm. 
So to diagnose someone with schizophrenia, doctors are supposed to confirm that symptoms and functional impairment are present for six months or one month. I think it depends on what kind of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Many people with schizophrenia have other mental disorders, especially substance use disorders, depressive disorders, anxiety disorders, and obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay, so that's basically a little background on schizophrenia. So, Anissa was sentenced 25 years to life and indeterminate. Mm -hmm. Okay. At first, I thought I said it wrong. Indeterminate? Yes. Sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute followed by communal supervision until age 37. Um, Did you know, like when it says uh, 25 years to life Mm -hmm. or when someone gets like a life sentence, Mm -hmm. it's not till you die yeah it's like 50 something years Mm -hmm. so like when people get charged or whatever like two life sentences it's not you're like how do you serve two two life sentences well it's because it's only 50 something years yeah well i didn't know that for a long time when you're in prison like depending on i think it depends on what kind of charge you have but one day in prison counts two days to your sins really yeah i didn't know that so that's why people get out on half the time on good behavior because if you have good behavior you get two days towards your sentence for one day in prison i didn't know that yeah interesting that explains a lot Mm -hmm. so morgan was given the maximum sentence 40 years to life an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement in addition to involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until age 53 whichever may happen first, which is a long time, Mm -hmm. followed by continued communal supervision, supervision, periodic reevaluations, or restitution and further treatment as needed, as required by the sentence imposed. So, she has to continually have supervision Mm -hmm. until 53 and afterwards still have supervision. Mm -hmm. So, while Morgan will periodically have the opportunity to petition for her release from a mental health facility in the future, She will remain under institutional care for the duration of the sentence. During her trial, Morgan had been committed to the Winnebago Mental Health Institute and was the youngest patient there. So they weren't doing time in prison. No. They were doing, I mean, they They were were at first, but they were in a mental institution. They got moved to a mental institution because of their mental health issues. Right, okay. So when it says like 25 to life, it's not in prison. It's in a mental institution. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was just with their charge. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, at a court hearing on March 10th of 2021, last year. Wow. Almost a year ago. Anissa, who was by then 19, submitted a letter to the court stating that she was sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain, and fear I have caused, not just to Peyton, but to my community as well. Anissa also stated that I hate my actions, May 31st, 2014, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them. So, that's good. Yeah. But Peyton will have to live for it, live with it forever. Right. And The trauma that it caused. Yeah. Countless hours of therapy will probably never, like, take away her hate for Anissa and Morgan. On July 1st, 2021, Waukesha County Judge Michael Bowren ordered Anissa released from the Winnebago Mental Health Institute gave state officials 60 days to draw up a conditional release plan and required that Anissa be assigned State Department of Health Services case managers to track her progress until she's 37 years old. 
which is the length of her commitment. So on September 13th of 2021, Anissa was released with multiple stipulations to include 24-hour GPS monitoring requiring her to not leave Waukesha County without permission. Anissa will also have her internet usage monitored and will not be allowed to use any forms of social media. And she will also be required to take medication and will be personally escorted to regular counseling sessions by a caseworker. And she will also be required to live with her father during her probation. So she is out. She's out Anissa. Now. Mm-hmm. Morgan is still in the mental institute. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Morgan was also charged with first degree. Well, whatever. I think Morgan's mental diagnosis was, was a lot worse. more than Anissa's. Mm-hmm. So, like, Morgan was actually diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And Anissa was just diagnosed with schizotypy. Right, okay. So, schizophrenia is a lot harder, I believe to medicate and fix not necessarily fix Mm -hmm. but just live with than the schizotypy part okay because i don't think schizotypy has actual hallucinations or anything like that it's just maybe delusions and um like not being able to depict what's real and what's not real basically okay so um in the aftermath of the stabbing the creepypasta wiki was blocked throughout the waukesha school district On the Tuesday following the stabbing, Slenderman creator Eric Knudsen said, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. Which wasn't his fault. No, but it was nice of him to reach out. Yes. Slosh Train, the administrator of Creepypasta Wiki, said that the stabbing was an isolated incident that did not accurately represent the Creepypasta community. Um, He also stated that the Creepypasta Wiki was a literary website and that they did not condone murder or satanic rituals, obviously. Obviously. Members of the Creepypasta community held a 24-hour live stream on YouTube, June 13th through the 14th, 2014, to raise money for Peyton. Wow. And Joe Jawsowski, an administrator on a Creepypasta website, said the purpose of the stream was to show that members of the community cared for the victim, Peyton, and did not condone real-world real-world violence because they enjoyed fiction that contains violence. I feel like that's a stereotype. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you like creepy things or, like, you know, like, murders like we do, yeah, that, that would then lead to... I can't tell you how many times people ask, oh, what kind of podcast do you listen to? True crime. Oh. Oh, so you're those one of those people. Like, yeah. Really, the psychology behind everything is what really interests me, not necessarily the murder. Yeah. Do you think I want to hear about people being murdered? No, not necessarily, but it is a part of the world, and the psychology behind it interests me. It does, like thinking about what makes people do these things. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to learn about. For sure. On August 12th, Governor Scott Walker issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13th, 2014, Purple Hearts for Healing Day and encouraged the people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor Peyton. Cute. He also praised the strength and determination exhibited by Peyton during her recovery. The city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day bratwurst festival to honor Peyton on August 29th, several days before she returned to school. Aww. I believe she returned to school in September that year. Hot dogs and bratwurst were sold to raise money towards Peyton's medical costs. Nice. The event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000 for her. Wow. Yeah. But if you think about it, she spent like a week in the hospital. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. 
So, um, the stabbing resulted in extensive debate about the role of the internet in society and its effect on children. Russell Jack, Waukesha Police Chief, said that the stabbing should be a wake-up call for parents, adding that the internet is full of information and wonderful sites that teach and entertain, but that it can also be full of dark and, wick- dark and wicked things, which is true. And it is true. I consider what he's saying, like, good information, mm-hmm. but at the same time, these girls had a mental illness, and nothing you could there was nothing you could do to like unless you got them diagnosed before any of this happened and they were already starting to be treated Mm -hmm. there was most likely nothing you could do to to necessarily prevent this yeah because if it wasn't slender man it could have been something else you know what i mean yeah i feel like it's it's already in their brain yeah um their parents weren't at fault i don't believe i just think it was mentally like their brains were just not wired right I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, Some people it's are sad like for them, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I mean, schizophrenia is a really hard disease for people. And, and I feel like it's a hard thing to diagnose. For sure. Especially, I believe, in adults, it's harder to diagnose, I think. Mm-hmm. But also, um, some people don't have an onset of schizophrenia um, symptoms until they're like 19 mm-hmm. to 26. Sorry, I think I got it backward. It's hard to diagnose as a child, not an adult. Because you don't really start to show Usually symptoms. they're diagnosed between 19 and 26. Yeah, because that's when the onset of symptoms start to happen. Mm-hmm. So, John Egelhoff, a retired agent of the FBI, argued that the internet had become a black hole with the ability to expose children to a more sinister world, which is true. Egelhoff suggested that the best way to avoid future incidents was for parents to keep track of their children's online habits and to educate them on the differences between right and wrong. I think that's fair. I do too, but like I said, again, with these girls, right? they were having trouble depicting what was real and not real, so... And nobody knew that. Yeah. So, Shira Chess, an assistant professor of mass media arts at the University of Georgia, stated that creepypasta was no more dangerous than stories about vampires or zombies, which mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. She argued that creepypasta websites were beneficial and that they gave people the opportunity to become better writers. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I got. I was going to look up pictures, but here we already have them. You don't have a oh, picture yeah. of um, I don't have a Peyton. picture of Peyton. These are the girls. Were the, this Morgan's was on the left. Anissa's on the right. That was them when they were arrested. Hold At on. 13 years old. Yeah. 12 years old. So, Morgan is still in a mental facility. Mm-hmm. Did you, are you looking at Peyton? Yeah, this is her now mm-hmm. hmm. yeah um this is a picture apparently she's on soundcloud guys so nice if you want to go check that out do that she should post tiktoks maybe i can link her sound about la- her story her soundcloud in the link maybe she doesn't want to talk about it you know that's true if i find her soundcloud i'll post it in the show notes okay mm, this is her back then interesting i'll add all these pictures to our socials guys yes they'll be on there but um that's it that's the slenderman stabbing go check out the way of the slenderman the documentary it's kind of all over the place but it was okay gave me a lot of good information Mm -hmm. i think there really wasn't a lot of information about this because they all are minors so yeah a little bit it was a good one yeah 
I, I really think so. I think it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I really didn't know that it was, like, that deep. Yeah, also, um, I'm just happy that Peyton survived. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is a feat for sure. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. It'd honestly be, like, crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy to me reading about it, but experiencing it is, like, a whole nother different level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, guys, that's it. That's, uh, mm. the Slenderman stabbing. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We appreciate it. Go check out our Patreon. Do that. It'll be in the link tree in the show notes. Always. Stickers. Bonus episodes. We're about to record our mukbang in, like, T-minus 30 minutes. All the things. Yep, our bonus episode was posted when this post, two Sundays ago, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was called the Russian Sleep Experiment. The Russian Sleep Experiment. So if you guys yes. want to hear about the Russian Sleep Experiment, it's kind of based off of Kirsten's Arkansas Sleep Experiments, and from our downloads, it looked like you guys really liked that episode, so... It's similar, but different. Yeah, it's very different. It's say. a little more um, graphic, I think, if you yeah. wanted something with a little more spice. Umph. Umph. A little more kick. Yeah. But kick. you gotta go subscribe to the Patreon, because that's the only place you can find it. Yep. And also, we are going to start posting videos of us every week on YouTube. So if you guys would rather watch us instead of listen, hello to the camera. Um, <laughs> we will be posting those soon, as soon as we get some editing software and all that jazz. So, we were going to post it on our Patreon, but, um, we decided to post out more content instead. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, alright, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. I don't have anything else, I don't think. Alright. Well, alright. Why don't I say right. it like that? Alright. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And so. we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.